Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Sounders FC post-match show presented by McDelivery. Sounders FC soccer is brought to you by McDelivery. Cheer on Sounders FC for the full 90 and never miss a moment of the game with McDelivery. The McDelivery post-match show starts now. After a weird first half the second half got even more weird, but the Sounders sure got out to their goal-scoring ways early. It's Joao Paulo starting the scoring. Here's Rodon down the right flank. Sets it in. Rui Diaz doesn't get around to it, but look, uh, Joao Paulo, top of the box, and he'll beat Brian Meredith. Joao Paulo pumps the sky, and the Seattle Sounders in the first minute of the second half lead 1-0 through Joao Paulo's second goal of the season. Seattle goes on to win 3-1 and gain another three points at the top of the Western Conference. And welcome to our McDelivery post-match show here on your home for Sounders Soccer Sports Radio 950 KJR. Jackson Feltz and Danny Jackson here for the next half hour to break this whole game down. And uh, boy, there were a, a lot of things to break down as we're just seeing the replay here of Jamar Gomez Andrade's yellow card that turns into a Freddie Montero penalty. Uh, I, listen, Dan, we won't start with that. I, I do want to get into that because that is the, one of the most ridiculous penalties I have ever seen in my entire life. We will start, however, with Seattle's offensive execution. It's three goals scored, one of them on an own goal from Vancouver, but they could have really put five in the back of the net. So many chances. It really turned into a glorified practice where these guys were going shot after shot after shot in the final ten minutes. Well, other than Stefan Fry's save in the first few minutes of the game, really didn't get, get challenged. Obviously, Nothing. the PK... Um, was the was the one chance when the back of the net? But I think for the Sounders, um, Brian Schmetzer made obviously a couple of comments at half time. Team came out on the front foot, and then sometimes these types of games where on paper you expected to win and you would hope to get three points, it requires a little bit um, of magic, a little bit of something different. And uh, a Jao Paulo steps up from 25 yards and hammers it in the bottom corner of the goal. That's what you need sometimes. You need um, a ricochet goal to go in. Um, uh, from an own goal. That's what you need if the ball isn't falling to the feet of Rui Diaz in the right spots in a game like this. And like you said, there was more quality in the box, certainly in the second half than the first half. And multiple times, you've got to give Brian Meredith, and he picked the ball out the back of the net three times, but he certainly made a couple of good saves and, yeah. and, and kept the team out um, and kept it to three. And, and really, at 3-1... Even with 10 men, 10 men is sometimes t- tough to play against. And uh, a lot of teams struggle sometimes at 10 when they, back, they pack it in and then they break away. And all it needed was one slip-up, one lack of co- um, concentration from the sounds, which can happen quite easily in games like this. You, you get a little lethargic, you get some somewhat complacent, the game's a little bit too easy. You switch off and all of a sudden you have a Cavallini or a Montero goes through and, and scores a goal and at 3-2 anything can happen. So yeah. And the Brian, Brian Schmetzer will be happy with the professionalism of his performance tonight, especially coming out in the second half, managing tempo, ma- maintaining good possession. First half stats we talked about at halftime was high, uh, in, this, in the high 60s, I think, for the Sounders in terms of percentage of possession. 
and they kept it going in the second half and uh, 10 men they just kept their, their, their foot on the gas and, and kept playing the ball with some speed don't, not taking too many touches and Again, three points is exactly what they were looking for before this game, and, and they got it, and it was a good performance. I mean, even going into the, the 95th minute, you have Nicolas Ladero coming down the left wing there and nearly scoring a, I don't know if it was a cross or a shot, but, you know, the Sounders were really pushing for a, a number four and number what could have been number five, six, seven for a, a lot of that last ten minutes. It was really interesting to see how they treated a three-to-one lead. They didn't treat it like a three-to-one lead. They treated it like it was a zero-zero game. It was, it was good to see, and it's good to see that this this team can keep attacking. Uh, we are in, by the way, our Mick Delivery post-match show, uh, and we're in our Mick Delivery match review right here as we talk about this match. Yeah, so it is, once again, a 46th-minute goal from Joao Paulo. It is a 53rd-minute goal on a own goal from Godoy, where Roldan sends a cross in, and, I mean, not even touched by Meredith. I don't know what Godoy is doing there. He just hits it right straight into Vancouver's net. Uh, just terrible from him and then 59th minute I think Matt Johnson said it best it's the easiest goal Raul Ruiz Diaz will ever score it's just an easy header he's completely unmarked and all he has to do Jordan Morris flicks it right on to him and all he has to do is easily redirect it into the back of the net that made it three to nothing but then we had the situation with Vancouver's penalty so let's walk through it here. There's a ball that goes into Cavallini into the box, and right on the edge of the box, they're both going for it, and J. Mar Gomez Andrade, a big physical person, uh, he's coming from the right, and you have Cavallini coming from the left. And they bump a bit, and it looks like you know Cavallini gets a little more of the body blow on on uh, Gomez Andrade. Gomez Andrade flies off to the right a little bit, and Cavallini at that point sails off to the moon, and he goes down. The ref calls a penalty, and then the ref gives a straight red to Jaimar Gomez Andrade. They look at it at VAR. They realize that no, it's 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 not a red on Gomez Andrade. They still give him a yellow though, and then they keep the penalty, which Montero scores. Uh, Danny, please explain to me what the heck is going on and why, after looking at that video review for five minutes, the ref still saw that as a penalty. I, I don't know. and I, I, We'll keep it really simple. In my opinion, you got two physical players in Cavallini and Yamar coming together. Cavallini does use his forearm, you know, three, four yards outside. Ca Cavallini uses the forearm. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that knocks Yamar off balance. <laughs> There was no real connection. Um, even when he stumbled forward, Cavallini kind of stumbled himself, fell over. And again, I think it's a frustration of VAR that, you know, the referees have a chance to see what we all see on TV replay. He sees it from multiple different angles. And he still gives the PK. Yellow card, obviously, as Matt Johnson reminded all of us, that you, if you have a PK, uh, you can only get a yellow card. You can't get a red and a PK. Uh, almost like a double whammy in terms of punishment. But again, the initial contact was outside the box. It was Cavallini's forearm that forced Yamar to stumble forward and knock him off balance that then caused Cavallini to stumble himself. So in my opinion, if I was a referee, I see that. I see the initial contact is what caused the next domino effect of, of events. And I would have called a free kick for the Sounders against Cavallini and just carried on. No yellow card for anybody. Cavallini can, can, can challenge that for sure. But he did use his forearm. It was pretty obvious to see. And it should have been a simple free kick to the Sounders and off you go. It, it, that's exactly what it should have been. Cavallini clearly initiated the domino effect. That's a great way to put it there. So who knows what the ref saw there. Uh, I'm not even sure if the Seattle Sounders can. I know they can appeal red cards. I'm not even sure if they can appeal yellows. But that should not at all, as we see this again, 
be a, a card at all. It shouldn't have been a penalty. The interesting part about the whole thing was, and maybe it's the foot that comes up. As we watch the replay there again, maybe it's the foot that, that Gomez Andrade kind of flies up, and that ca but that doesn't even touch Cavallini, so I don't you know. You know, in, in some ways, I, I didn't even mind the challenge from either player. I just think you've got to call out the fact that Cavallini initiated contact, and he stumbles yeah. without Yamar being in a situation where he made a conscious decision to foul or it was even his momentum or his action that caused the foul um, I, I think you can just let it go and let it slide and you know Stefan Fry picks up the ball and off you go and you carry on playing so drop ball and maybe you knock it to you know to, to Stefan Fry in no way should it have been a red card no way and that got reversed but no way should it be in a PK um, and the fault falling at the feet of Yamar that, that to me was just pretty Pretty blatantly obvious and uh, a bad call from the ref. Absolutely, and it's a shame that it takes away a shutout for Stefan Fry because Stefan Fry was right in line for it and he would have had it. Vancouver, zero corners tonight. And really, Danny, you're dead on. Other than that first couple of minutes where he had that kick save, the Whitecaps had absolutely nothing on the offensive end. This was complete domination. Well, you'd expect that, right? You look at the stats, 31 goals against going coming into this game. They've now conceded. Um, apart from the goal they scored, they conceded 10 goals, you know, six against LAFC, one against Portland, three here. At that point, they had not scored. Montero obviously adds, puts one on the on the board for their first goal in three games. And so for, for the Sounders, you know, job done as we talked about. Vancouver, I think Mark DeSantis would have made a couple of comments at halftime. Would have felt pretty positive about the way his team performed. You know, the Sounders had some chances. We saw a header from Rudy Diaz from quality delivery. From Ladero from a set piece, went narrowly wide. Jordan Morris had, had a chance to when he headed the ball wide of the goal as well. And But nothing really, you know, I would call it between the six-yard box that we developed and challenged Brian Meredith other than a couple of long-range shots, Ladero being being one of those those examples from the corner kick uh, and, and a full flush volley from 20, 20, 20 yards, 25 yards. So Mark Dos Santos would have been solid. It is so frustrating for a coach when you go in you know, you pat a couple of guys in the back, you, you give them some compliments, well-organized defensively based on the last couple of games. You're coming into Seattle at 0-0 at halftime, and then all of that goes out the window yeah. when a Zhao Paolo steps up and hits him 25 yards. And there's nothing more frustrating for a, for a coach of now you've got to try and scramble now to try and get something out of this game when you know the sound is now going to be on the front foot and have the momentum. And then you went down a man and it just got even more difficult. Yeah, so in the space of a couple of minutes, right? Yeah, you know, you exactly. go from what, a red card and a PK um, from a, to a yellow card and a PK, get a lifeline, and then all of a sudden red, straight red, which was the right call yes, in the manner in yes. which the foul came in. And it's good to see that Gustav Svensson's okay because that studs up a kick right to the groin. That's a that's a really, really tough thing. So we, we, it's good to see that Gustav was able to stay on there for a bit uh, for the Sounders. And they got a bunch of minutes off the legs as well. When you're up 3-1, to one, Brian Schmetzer and his coaching staff, they got a lot of subs in. So that was great to see because the Sounders have a match coming up on Wednesday. We'll get to that later in the postgame show. Still have a lot to get to, but that was our match, was, mat, was our match review presented by Mick Delivery. Cheer on Sounders FC for the full 90 and never miss a moment of the game with Mick Delivery. You can have some Mick Delivery tomorrow morning while you continue to celebrate this win three to one over the Vancouver Whitecaps tonight by the way your Budweiser man of the match tonight is Joao Paulo 
Fans, make sure to cast your vote for the Budweiser Man of the Match every match day on the official Sounders FC app. Joao Paulo, your Man of the Match with that excellent 25-yard strike from the corner of the box, uh, just outside, just a perfect, perfect strike to the far post, right past Brian Meredith. Great ball there, and he earns the Man of the Match honors. Well, Danny Jackson, Jackson Feltz, we are here for the post-match show, the McDelivery post-match show. We're going to continue. We're going to have our play of the match, and we're going to continue breaking down the positives from this match. We dwelled a lot on what Vancouver did in that really, really shameful moment in this match, but we have a lot of other good things to talk about. Uh, and, of course, we have to preview next to Wednesday, or this Wednesday's upcoming match for the Sounders. A lot to get to on the McDelivery post-match show on Sports Radio 950 KJR. When you order your sizzling McDonald's breakfast this morning, you might learn something important about yourself. Like, are you the kind of person who picks the melted, overflowing American cheese that got stuck to the wrapper before enjoying your delicious breakfast sandwich or after? Every day at McDonald's, buy one of your breakfast favorites and get one more for just a buck. Mix and match a McChicken biscuit, chicken McGriddles, hash browns, and more. Price and participation may vary. This is Dan from Imagine Dragons, and this is why I vote. At the end of the day, what really matters is that you voted, and you put that vote uh, and registered that vote into the system, um, because otherwise you're just talking, and actions are what matter. Every experience I've ever had has been really positive. Everybody feels like they're a part of something bigger than themselves, and walk away feeling like you've done your duty. iHeartRadio's Why I'm Voting Countdown to Election Day. Your vote is your voice. Now, why are you voting? Well, we all have a reason. You know voting is important, but having the passion to make a real difference? That's just plain sexy. So check out the new podcast from iHeartRadio and Axe called Why I'm Voting, where you'll hear more reasons to vote. Because today, more than ever, why you're voting matters. iHeartRadio's Why I'm Voting, countdown to election day. Your vote is your voice. When it comes to great tequila, El Himidor delivers. Get $5 off your first Drizzly delivery with the promo code El Himidor. El Himidor Tequila, 100% good vibes, 100% agave, and the official tequila of Seattle Sounders FC. Must be 21 plus to order, offer valid for new customers only. Live 100% responsibly. El Himidor is a registered trademark. Copyright 2020, Brown Foreman. All rights reserved. Tequila 40% ABV, imported by Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Did you know an Amazon Prime membership includes access to a wide selection of movies and TV shows on Prime Video? Join Prime and start watching Amazon Originals like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, plus new movies, popular TV shows, and so much more, all at no extra cost to your membership. In addition to Prime Video, members also enjoy great benefits like free shipping and exclusive deals and discounts. Visit Amazon.com slash join Prime and start watching Prime Video today. If you have weight to lose, call the Northwest Original 3010 Weight Loss for Life. Learn what foods are best for your body as your body starts shedding those excess pounds. And with the 3010 app, you'll have access to hundreds of original recipes, meditation audio, exercise videos. Plus, you can even receive organic 3010 chef-prepared meals delivered. Call 855-YES-3010 at 3010weightlossforlife.com. You're listening to the home of Sounders FC, Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. 
Your first place Seattle Sounders gaining more cushion in the Western Conference. Another three points tonight with a 3-1 win over the Vancouver Whitecaps. Goals by Joao Paulo, an own goal for Vancouver, and Raul Rui Diaz have the Sounders getting three goals. Vancouver gets one back on a penalty, but it is the Sounders rising to 27 points. That's three over Portland and four over SKC, who are second and third respectively in the conference. And it is now time for today's TCL play of the match. It has to be Joao Paulo's strike in the 46th. Here's Rodon down the right flank. Sets it in, Rui Diaz doesn't get around to it, but uh, Joao Paulo, top of the box, and he'll beat Brian Meredith. Joao Paulo pumps the sky, and the Seattle Sounders in the first minute of the second half lead 1-0 through Joao Paulo's second goal of the season. And the play of the match is presented by TCL, the official smartphone and tablet partner of Seattle Sounders FC. Well, you're listening to our Mick Delivery post-match show, show here on 950 KJR. Danny Jackson and Jackson Feltz here with you breaking this whole game down. And Danny, we spent a lot of time in that first segment talking about the... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Moment for Vancouver that earned them the penalty. But on the side for Seattle, I think defensively, I think you might have touched this right before uh, with, with Matt Johnson before the match ended, before your broadcast ended there. And and really, they didn't have a lot of work, but jo, uh, but the work that from Jamal Gomez, Andrade, and Javier Arriaga defensively. And Arriaga's been a guy where we've kind of just been like, okay, is he going to take back and lock down that other spot? It feels like he's in a nice run of form right now. And it feels like those two are building some really nice camaraderie to being the lockdown pair going into the, the final stretch here. Well, I think Vancouver really didn't challenge the Sounders in the, in the attacking third other than on the break. Mm -hmm. I think Cavallini was, was a, a physical threat. Um, he put himself around. I, I kind of... Um, his physical presence, the way he plays, reminds me a lot of Luis Suarez. They're both Uruguayan. Um, I know he's played in Uruguay and Mexico. Grew up... This is Cavallini. Grew up in, uh, in Canada, I believe, and played the youth system there and then came back now. He does doesn't mind messing around and, and, and putting himself around. But he looked isolated up there. I thought, um, you know, we'd look at Freddie Montero and the way he plays now. He plays as almost, you know, a 9-10, more of a 10 today. Uh, he put some good defensive work in, covered some good ground, put himself in good spots and filled some spaces defensively. But, you know, when you look at Dahomey, didn't really get into the game. Milinkovic did not get into the game, really. And that wasn't the support that Cavallini needed and from that standpoint it was relatively an easy game if you want to call yeah. it that in MLS for uh, for our two center backs for Yema and for Ariaga they, they communicated well they passed Cavallini on when they needed to um, so 
for the most part, it was good. One of the things I mentioned during the broadcast as well is it was an interesting tactical move, the way that our outside back, outside um, centre-backs would split kind of the corners of the 18 and pushed up. It allowed, towards the end of the game, it was a dilemma, but it allowed a Svensson or Jao Paulo to come in, pick up the ball in the middle of the field, and almost play in a three-back system, which then naturally allowed Leardam to push. We saw a lot of him in advanced positions. It allowed Brad Smith towards the end of the game, but obviously knew who early. It allowed their starting positions to be much higher up the field, almost to the halfway line. And that allows them to advance forward more players in the attacking half of the field, that was an interesting tweak that we've seen um, over the last couple of weeks. Tonight, it was certainly more evident in the way that Vancouver played. It allowed Sounders to do that without too much pressure. And again, it allowed the Sounders to get more players in the attacking third when they're moving forward. And we know that with Brian Schmetzer's system, he loves to use his fullbacks in the attack. And you know that Calvin Leardom, I mean, he has, he for fullbacks in Major League Soccer, he has the most goals of any defender in this league since the start of last year. He gets up heavily. But then on the other side, you're looking at a guy with Nuhu where he doesn't add really much in the attack. So when you get, well, I'll say it bluntly, right? <laughs> but when you have a guy in Brad Smith who, listen, we saw him for a little bit more tonight. Last week against uh, against LA, we saw him for 21 minutes. He did not look match fit. He was, looked like he was really exactly what the case was. He'd only played in three games in the last 10 months. Tonight looked much better for Brad Smith. And, and if you're projecting out the next week and you have two matches here coming up, Wednesday on and then Sunday again, that's going to be one of those two times. You're going to pretty much assure, say, all right, Brad, here you go. This is yours. Well, the interesting thing is with a Brad Smith, you've got history with that player. Yeah. And if you recall, there was, there was not many times where Brad Smith could play two games in a week. Him and Jordan Morris tended to together, and Jordan Morris is seeing a lot more time on the clock now for Jordan. He played 90 minutes against the Galaxy, played 90 minutes again today. He's getting more time, whereas the natural instinct for Schmetz was to pull off Jordan Morris at about the 75th minute, right, for, for, for a good while. He's now finding a way out to manage the game better, this Jordan Morris, or to, he's just got physically fitter and stronger yeah. and healthier. Same thing for Brad Smith. He has... Tight muscles, if memory serves. He has, you know, he's had a couple of hamstrings, groin issues. Um, that's what kept him out of games in the past when he was here. So the medical staff have a history on Brad Smith. They're not going to push him too too soon. We've seen what's happened in NFL with injuries from people not having a preseason. Right? You can't go from zero to sixty in a couple of weeks. You have to build your body up. That's why a preseason in any sport, especially in sports like soccer, is so important because you build such a base. And you build the base with the rest of your teammates. You've got teammates now that are flying, full fitness, full match fitness. You have the natural subconscious instinct to be at that point, but your body's not maybe not caught up with you yet. So the medical staff will have had a history. They'll be able to put him on a program of fitness, yeah. get, him, get the miles on his legs, get him fit, get him strong, and then maybe he gets... 45 minutes, maybe he gets 60 minutes, maybe even starts, like you said, I'm not sure if... Maybe if, like the second match on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe Wednesday's going to be too early, but maybe he gets a few more minutes, and and again, still with Nuhu, like we said in, in the pregame, it's important for him to put in good performances to continue to kind of be at the forefront of Brian's thinking, um, but Brad Smith, you know, the way that he plays, the quality he can deliver from the cross, uh, and his natural speed, 
um, he he's going to be a, a big addition to this team. And it fits what we were just talking about with the kind of the pushing of the fullbacks high and then creating that right. threesome right, right there. We have Gustav next to those wide center backs, and, and if you're going to push Kelvin and Brad on those sides, then you're looking at an attack that has pretty much everybody except for those three, and all of them can either score and are very, very tactical at doing so, or can send a precise cross in. And, and I think at that point, you're, every team in MLS who's going against this squad is going to say, oh God, if we have to face that, yep. I don't even know if it's a seven, seven group of seven guys, right. how the heck are we going to stop well, that? The, well, the tactical tweak allows, like I said, it's really about starting position and being high up the field. It allows those fullbacks not to start 30 yards off the end, uh, off the, um, you know, the, go the goal line. It allows them to start close to the halfway line. And that... Somebody like Alex Waldon, yeah. he's not as, as physically strong and fit and fast as some of the other guys, but it allows him to get in good positions across the ball. It is a 3-1 to one win for the Sounders tonight at a foggy CenturyLink field over Vancouver. Hey, everybody, uh, in 2020, the census and the presidential election are both taking place. Uh, we have the power now more than ever to make our voices heard and be counted. You can visit soundersfc.com slash vote to learn how you can participate. Once again, that's soundersfc.com fc.com slash vote if you've heard player interviews on Sounders Weekly and if you don't listen to Sounders Weekly what are you doing if you're a Sounder fan every Tuesday night here on KJR we do an hour long show uh, this not this week it'll actually be around the 9 p.m. after the NBA Finals game but listen to Sounders Weekly Tuesdays and uh, Tuesday nights uh, we talk to Garth we talk to a player and all and all these player interviews uh, they always talk about how much voting matters to them and how they've really been standing up for all of these social justice things that have happened this year so all of them have said that vote, vote, vote. And uh, that's one thing that certainly we want to make sure you guys do. So soundersfc.com slash vote is how you can learn how to participate. Well, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the post-match show, the McDelivery post-match show, uh, and preview Seattle's match coming up on a Wednesday. Who are they facing? Where will it be? What does their next week look like? More next on the McDelivery post-match show on Sports Radio 950 KJR. Neighbors. More than just people next door. Good ones are indispensable. They look out for us, look after us, have our back at a moment's notice. They're quick to lend a hand or a hammer. They are trusted allies when times get tough. For more than a hundred years, through prosperity and challenges, we've done our best to be that reliable next door neighbor. Your neighbor, WaFed Bank. Member FDIC. Did you know an Amazon Prime membership includes access to a wide selection of movies and TV shows on Prime Video? Join Prime and start watching Amazon Originals like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, plus new movies, popular TV shows, and so much more, all at no extra cost to your membership. In addition to Prime Video, members also enjoy great benefits like free shipping and exclusive deals and discounts. Visit Amazon.com slash join Prime and start watching Prime Video today. Mucklesuit Casino is your destination for more than 3,000 gaming machines, action-packed table games, and the largest smoke-free area in the state, plus a newly remodeled casino floor and new center bar. Use your player's club card to earn points for free play, meals, or cash back. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Visit us online to learn more about our safety measures. 
Rave Foundation, the official charitable arm of Seattle Sounders FC, invests in communities of need by building small fields for free play and providing programs that inspire learning through soccer. As our region continues to deal with the challenges posed by the COVID-19 pandemic, Rave is helping children in the most vulnerable neighborhoods secure food, home supplies, and other basic needs through the Rave Foundation Community Youth Relief Fund. To learn more about Rave, the fund, and how you can get involved, visit ravefoundation.org. What you put into your body determines how you think and feel. If you have weight to lose or if you just want to feel your best, call 3010 Weight Loss for life. Learn what foods are best for your body while your body starts shedding those excess pounds. Thousands of lives changed, hundreds of thousands of pounds gone. With the Northwest Original 3010 Weight Loss for Life, proven programs, coaches devoted to your success, and with the 3010 app, a healthy future is within your reach. Call 855-YES-3010. 855-YES-3010. With the 3010 app, you'll get hundreds of recipes, meditation audio, exercise videos. You can even receive organic 3010 chef-prepared meals delivered. Want to live your healthiest? Say yes. Call 855-YES-3010. 3010 Weight Loss for Life at 3010weightlossforlife.com. You're listening to the home of Sounders FC, Seattle Sports Radio 950, KJR. Seattle Sounders picking up a 3-1 win over the Vancouver Whitecaps tonight at a foggy, very foggy CenturyLink field. You're listening to the McDelivery post-match show. Let's rattle off some scores from around the league. Orlando City beats New York Red Bulls 3-1. Atlanta United go to D.C. in a wild game and win 4-0. Some weird situations coming out of that one. Uh, Montreal and Chicago play to do a 2-2 draw in Montreal. New England and Nashville play to a 0-0 draw there in New England. Toronto FC are hosting Philadelphia, and they pick up a 2-1 win. Sporting Kansas City, third place in the Western Conference right now. They go to Houston and get a 2-1 win over the Dynamo. New York City FC on the road in Miami. They get a 3-2 win over Inter-Miami. 2-0 win for Minnesota hosting Cincinnati. A 2-2 draw between FC Dallas and the Columbus crew in Dallas. And a match that just went final, the San Jose Earthquakes get a 2-1 win over the LA Galaxy. Galaxy continuing to fall apart. Uh, by the way, if you, in case you missed it, there is a rescheduled match. There was a match postponed between the Sounders and LA Galaxy during Phase 1. That match will happen in early November between the Sounders and Galaxy. That'll finish up the regular season for Seattle. But the final game of the night, back here. Sounders 3, Vancouver Whitecaps 1. And it's now time for our next opponent outlook, which is presented by Divorce Lawyers for Men. DivorceLawyersForMen.com Good lawyers doing good things for good men. And the Sounders will be playing on Wednesday against Real Salt Lake right here at CenturyLink Field. That's a 7 p.m. broadcast. No pre-match show. We have the Jimmy Lake Show every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m. Washington Huskies head coach joins Tony Castricone, our own Dave Softy-Muller, for an hour. So no pre-match show. We'll do an hour-long post-match show, but uh, there will be kickoff at 7 p.m. for Sounders and Salt Lake. For Salt Lake, they play tomorrow. They played last Sunday and had a 0-0 draw in Minnesota. But Danny, the big question for this Salt Lake team is the fact that they're playing on Sunday and then they have to travel on Wednesday to Seattle where the Sounders get an extra day of rest and they don't have to travel. Huge advantage for Seattle here. Well, LAFC as well, tough opponent, right? Yeah. And RSL are in that position where they're sitting at eighth right now, I believe. Uh, certainly were before uh, the, the, the games today. Uh, four wins, four losses, and I think six ties 
of 14 games. So, you know, they've had a pretty kind of average so, so-called start or uh, season so far. Um, as many goals scored as, as against, really, plus or minus two. And so, you know, Freddy Juarez is a, is a coach that, that I, I used to play against back in the day. He, he's come through the systems. He, he's seen every level. Uh, he got, uh, got, got offered the, the head coaching job, and he's done a decent job. But you see players like Cal Beckerman being in the league for 20-odd years, still doing the business, still being a leader on, the, on and off the field. you got Corey Baird. you got Krylak. You've got a number of players that, uh, that, that do contribute well. They're a tough team to play against. We went down there, got a thing 2-2. Yep. Uh, with 2-1, Brian Schmetzer commented a lot about um, not lack of professionalism, but the frustration that they didn't close the game out. And I think that's something that, that Brian Schmetzer will be pleased at today because that was a game that they needed to win and they expected to get three points. And with 10 men, they put the, the game away and, and did a professional job in getting those three points. But RSL, there's going to be a little, you know, kind of bit of bitterness in, in in the taste after that game. And I think the Sounds want to put that right on Wednesday. They absolutely do. And they want to gain even more cushion here in the Western Conference as we go down and during the final stretch. Now nine more games here in the regular season as the Sounders not only look to win the West, but also look to get the supporter shield as well. Only three points off of that right now for Seattle. So a very, very good situation right now for the Sounders. Actually, I should say uh, now four points off because Col- Columbus got a draw. So just four points behind, 27-234, and they have a game in hand over Columbus as well. So, Sounders, time to start talking about a supporter shield, possibly. But it will be Real Salt Lake on Wednesday. Once again, kickoff at 7 p.m. We're not sure about Rui Diaz, Gustav Svensson, and Javier Arriaga. They could be all on an international duty. We will have updates for you on Sounders Weekly Tuesday at 7 o'clock. So listen for that, or Tuesday at 9 o'clock, I should say, after the NBA Finals game. So listen for that, and also uh, listen Wednesday at 7 for Sounders and Salt Lake. That was our Divorce Lawyers for Men opponent outlook. DivorceLawyersForMen.com. Good lawyers doing good things for good men. Well, that'll do it for the broadcast tonight. Once again, a 3-1 win for the Seattle Sounders. I want to thank everybody involved. Curtis Crabtree, Terry Ryan here on site. Matt Johnson with the fantastic call. My fantastic analyst here, Danny Jackson. Great job tonight doing all three pre the game and post. Thank you for all of the hard work tonight, Danny. Uh, my name is Jackson Feltz. I'll talk to you on Tuesday night after the NBA Finals game for Sounders Weekly, and then you'll hear kickoff Wednesday, 7 p.m., Sounders in Salt Lake, right back here at CenturyLink Field. But for tonight's match, once again, thank you for listening. It is a 3-1 win for the Sounders over Vancouver. You've been listening to the McDelivery Postmatch Show on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Sounders FC Soccer is brought to you by McDelivery. Cheer on Sounders FC for the full 90 and never miss a moment of the game with McDelivery. Tune in next time when your Seattle Sounders take on Real Salt Lake. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.